Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the official Night of Champions After Party. Join us in a few moments where you can call in and give us your review of Night of Champions. The number is 646-915-9116. And now, for your host, from the Atomic Drop headquarters in Rochester, New York, just in time, and Kyle Cruz. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the official Night of Champions After Hours Party. I am your charming, colorful, and also handsome co-host, Justin Time. And actually, believe it or not, staring at the man, the myth, the legend, Kyle Cruz, is actually right next to me for the very first time. Kyle Cruz, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic, Justin, and uh, it feels good to be here in New York and Rochester and everything like that. It's certainly a little bit different out here than it is in California, but uh, I've had a good time. I, I hope so. I mean, we've, we've had a lot of fun together. We went to go see the legendary Jimmy Z's at first thing. We had a couple delicious subs there and got to see a whole bunch of different sights and sounds you never heard of, and especially some, like, croaking frogs last night that you had no idea what they were. Indeed. And now, remember, remember when we first started the show and you said that come hell or high water, you would never make it into this cesspool known as Rochester, New York? So how's it feel now to eat your words? Uh, I say that this place is still a cesspool. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, I will humbly eat my words because the people here are very, very gracious. You and the future Mrs. Time have taken me in. Uh, like family, and I feel extremely welcome here. Unfortunately, I'm going to bring back a little souvenir. Okay, from, Well, you know, I was thinking that I was going to get, you know, something cool, like, you know, a Rochester keychain or like a T-shirt or something like the airport. But no, I'm going to bring at, bring back a disgusting, nasty sickness. What is in, in the air over here, dude? Because... I mean, I like as soon as I step off the plane and, and get away from that Rochester air, I just get sick. You wanna know what it was that you picked up? What was it? It's called you swallowing your pride. <sighs> Alright, dude, that's a good line. That's a very good line. Alright, but enough of this uh of these, you know, pleasantries and all that because the real issue at hand, the real topic at hand is WWE Night of Champions, of course, that pay per view that pay-per-view took place tonight from Chicago, Illinois, live on pay-per-view. We had, what, three title changes plus one title unification. And if you want to hop on hop on and, uh, and talk to us right now, give us your review of the show. You can call us up at area code 646-915-9116. Once again, the number is 646-915-9116. And, uh, you know, just giving my own personal thoughts on the show. Um this is the first show that I've actually ordered since WrestleMania. And WrestleMania was, you know, uh, that night I was very amped up, especially by the main event, and I thought that it was a very good show. On further review, I looked back and I saw that, you know what? Some parts were okay. Some parts were okay, but um, it's, you know... 
I just, I don't know. It, it just seems like it wasn't really worth what forty four ninety five. I guess I should know because I paid for it. But it didn't seem like like it was that good of a show. Um, but you know, uh, we'll go ahead and take your your calls real quick. Just uh, you know what? This is the first time ever doing this show side by side, and we're having a little technical difficulties as it relates to Justin Time was new. But you know, he's uh he's he's trying to maneuver things here, but it, it it's it's not quite working well. Justin, are you there? I'm still here. I'm still here. We're you know we're we're we work a lot better when we're actually like from East Coast to West Coast, but tonight, you know, it's a little bit different. You know, I decided to keep it real, keep it talking on my phone instead of logging onto my headset. All right, well, uh, dude, why are, are you blowing into the line for? What, what, dude, what, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Oh, nothing much, not much, you know. Just sitting here watching a review of Night of Champions. All right, all right, all right. Well, we're going to go go ahead and take our first caller. I believe this is Marvin. Marvin Hermanside from ProWrestling.net, who was watching watching the show, not in, in the arena in his hometown, but he was watching, I, I believe, from, uh, from home. But we're going to bring him aboard right now. Marvin, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Hey, man, how's it going, dude? Everything's going good, man. All right, what what you think of the show? Oh, man, the, the, show's, the show overall was pretty ho-hum. I mean, the time changes are newsworthy, but, yeah, this show could have done a lot better on terms, on terms that, yeah, I, it's kind of confusing for the moment. I, I, it's, I'm pretty neutral. If I were to get like one from a one to ten scale, I would probably give this show like a borderline six and a half. Cause six and a half. Wow, oh, that's that, that's pretty strong from what the pay per view we saw. Yeah, um, I'm I'm being a little reasonable and then just getting in a little better mood than what I was in earlier because Tom Brady kind of just pissed me off losing to the Jets and that's. <laughs> That's a that's a whole nother story. I was money in fantasy football, but anyway, uh, anyway, uh, if you want to, guys want to go down, run down the show. I mean, I can give you quick, like quick rapid fire thoughts on the show. All right, all right, let's go go ahead and uh, find the line line of here from United Champions. All right, first we started things off with the Intercontinental Championship, as it was. Kofi Kingston went up against Dolph Ziggler, of course. If Ziggler was counted out or disqualified, Kingston would win the title this feud been on SmackDown, and you are obviously the, uh, the SmackDown resident on ProWrestling.net. So what did you think of this matchup? Mm, pretty nice, solid opener. The Chicago crowd is always one of the better crowds for the WWE. That's why we, all, we, we always usually get a pay-per-view once a year. The match is pretty good. Pretty, uh, Three and a half, three and a half star match. You know, nothing big, nothing big spectacular. Uh, getting involved and and Ziggler actually retaining actually actually kind of shocked me because uh, I actually put up a, a prediction column up earlier and I thought Kofi would have probably had the chance to win the belt back because Dolph isn't really even with Vicky, he's still not really over with the crowd. So I thought it was going to have to take the belt off him tonight, but him retaining it actually kind of surprised me. So hopefully, hopefully, I think this is a blow off to this long winded feud. See, it, well, if I can interject there, it's it's not really 
much of a shocker because we got to see The Miz and Daniel Bryan and see the second most important championship for the Mid-Carters be the Intercontinental title, uh, switch hands. So you can't really have two of the most coveted Mid-Card titles switch hands in the same night. That would just make for like a horrible like pay-per-view. Granted, it would make the crowd more pot, but just didn't seem right for this uh, moment in time. I'm annoying, and uh, and I'm understand where you understand where you're coming from on and whatnot. But I mean, now with Ziggler retaining the belt, who 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 is his next opponent on SmackDown? The brand is very heel heavy, so what are where do they go from here? I know they're not going to hopefully they're not going to continue this feud, but something has to be done. I mean, who's who's next in line to step up and face off? That's the question. My my vote is Matt Hardy. <laughs> you shouldn't be right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of just faces on that brand. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing Christian maybe. Um, I would still like to see Kofi Kingston get elevated, but it doesn't look like the uh, like the Kane Undertaker feud is is done. Um, but I, I could imagine, you know, even though this will probably lead to Kofi getting lost in the shuffle, I think that Dawson could face off against Christian. Or he can even throw like an MVP in there too. I mean, MVP has been—I mean, MVP has been buried on a brand, and then Christian's in a program with Alberto Del Rio, so that's yeah. knocked, out, knocked out of the way already. So you're looking at a real heel heavy, you know, brand. So it's just where do you go from here? I mean, the Intercontinental Championship, Kofi, Kofi's already over enough. He really doesn't, you know, need. You know, need to face off again. He's he's basically he's basically main event ready. He just needs to improve on his promo skills, of course, and then he's straight. Well, keep in mind. I mean, you know, once SmackDown moves the, moves the sci-fi, what October first, I believe it is. Um, you know, they're going to want to you know beef up that roster and you know make a good impression on, on sci-fi. So maybe you know some of the mid Carters on Raw or yeah on Raw might move over. And we might get some fresh views that way. I'm not sure, but it's certainly a possibility. Mm. You seem mm. so excited about the possibility. Oh no, 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 no! I'm ha- no, I'm happy about the uh, the changes that's going to come to SmackDown in a couple of weeks, and I'm glad that we're going to get a live SmackDown because we haven't had a live SmackDown in like God knows when. So mm. it's been a minute. So, Justin, your thoughts about that particular matchup, dude? I, like I said, it it was it kicked off the show. It was uh, entertaining. The, obviously, as always, the crowd was hot for Vicky. And uh, not hot to, for Vicky. Yeah, that's true too. But then you also have was the crowd was also uh, really really behind Kofi too. And everybody wanted to see Kofi do his Ken Shamrock, like we talked about, and just start going ape shit all over the place. But he, he looked like he just, like, Kofi just held back that night. And I mean, everyone knows he's main event ready, but, you know, let's just, just throw the kid a bone and see what else he can do. I mean, throw him a belt for maybe about a month or a month and a half again, and then just hit him up there in the main event level. Or at least, you know, do something better with him. I mean, look at where are all of the Season 2 NXT guys besides uh, – uh, what misses uh, Alex Riley? Well, yeah. uh, Caval is on SmackDown, right? 
Yeah, yeah that's it. You only got two. And so where's everyone else? Everyone else, to be perfectly honest with you, is still pretty green. You look at that Ross. I mean, Percy Watson probably would have been a nice addition to SmackDown, but McGillicuddy sucks on the mic. Uh, oh, yeah. I, Titus, sure. Titus O'Neil Titus can't wrestle out of a paper bag. Um, Husky Harris, you know, Husky Harris would be good for SmackDown, but then again, he's another heel. But then what what designates the guys from Season 1 from Season 2? I mean, half the guys in, in Nexus are, are still green. I mean, you got guys like David Otunga, who is the quintessential definition of somebody being green and not ready. But he's and Darren Young. Stage. And Darren Young. You, you know, and, and, uh, and uh, 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 Tarver. And he's not ready either. So it's, it's like, you know, at some point, WWE has to recognize its lack of depth and take these chances on these rookies who might be green now, but if you build them properly, if you put them in situations where they'll shine and, and not falter, which the Fed has proven that they're not able to do, but if, but if they did put that focus on these guys, then they'll be able to eventually, in, in time, make money for this brand. But you know who's actually seeing red? Who? That'd be our boy, Skip Shutfield. I don't get it. Well, he's just at home. He knows being angry at himself because he hurt his ankle. Is he really? I think so. What do you think, Skip? Yeah, he's pissed. All right. Uh, Marv, uh, any other thoughts on on the Intercontinental title match from, uh, from the opener tonight? Uh, no, 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 nothing else. I mean, pretty much, like I said, pretty much, uh, where do we go from here now? Are you going to continue to bore us with Kofi and Dolph, or are we going to find someone else to feud against Dolph? We'll see where where they'll go with that feud. I'm not really trying to see if you continue, but I think that there might there there they might be in a, a low period as far as before they go to, to uh, sci-fi, plus the fact that Hell in a Cell is in two weeks. Two weeks. That's ridiculous. But, uh, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, so I don't think that they're going to create any new feuds in between now and Hell in a Cell. But let's move on to the only non-championship match on the card, which didn't make any sense why this is on here. The Big Show beating uh, a heavily cheered, despite his, his hardest attempts at getting booed, he defeated CM Punk. Your thoughts on that matchup and, and the crowd reaction for uh, for a local boy punk? <laughs> uh, the Shawtown crowd was hot again for the hometown boy, and you know that's I mean CM Punk is his money on the mic. His promo before the matchup was excellent. I mean he really ripped into the crowd, and they did a complete 180 from the ovation that he got, and he he was just great. The match itself. Uh, I expected it to be a short match, which it was, because, I mean, it is Big Show, so he, uh, Punk essentially carried the match, and I didn't, hmm, really, really nothing further to really discuss about this match. It was just, this result kind of shocked me, too, because I, no, matter of fact, I take that back, it didn't shock me, because WWE always has their hometown people lose in their hometown, which I never, ever got at all. It's ridiculous. I mean, I guess, though, from their perspective, I mean, last time uh, CM Punk was in Chicago, I believe he lost as well. So 
I think. When was the last time he, what did he lose? I thought he won when he won the World Heavyweight Championship. Well, SmackDown's been back since then. I I want to say uh, there was the... No, it wasn't the fourth. Uh, it was the... Uh, he actually won the Intercontinental title because I was actually at that show. Yeah, I was actually at that show in the fourth row, so I've seen that. Oh, uh, right. we oh, right. I wish we could have been there for the fourth row. I always, got, I always get lucky with floor seats when it comes to WWE events because actually I had about at least maybe 10 or 12 buddies was at the show tonight, so I... I was getting a lot of text messages uh, during the show. So, so speaking of which, you know, uh, with all your buddies there, why weren't you? Why weren't you there with them? Why didn't you join them? Well, like I said, I'm, I'm home. I'm here at home out on the East Coast, and I was just catching back watching football. Football now because it's a uh, long with the story, but I no longer work with the Washington Redskins. So you can eat them up, talk up shit about them. I, don't care. I no longer work with them anymore. So I was just thinking about enjoying football today. I'm not going to, you know, pry here, you know, but uh, I just, oh, no, you know. Feel free, feel free to cheer or pop a beer oh, wait, or do anything. Wait, well, 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 I mean, you know, I'm not trying to ask what happened. I mean, of course, we all know, you know, uh, this economy and everything like that. And, and uh, you know, everybody is making certain cuts. I'm, I'm not sure if this was the decision or yours, but I just wanted uh, to be the first person to to say welcome onto the Eagles bandwagon um, because certainly you're not a Cowboys fan. And oh, oh, oh. Well, you remember, I'm still from Chicago. I, I cheered and marked out when my Bears beat those Cowgirls earlier. So. Oh, no, 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 no. But, but I'm talking about in the NFC East. Go Packers. Ooh, that's a rivalry. Shot fired <laughs> already. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about this little rivalry a little bit later. Yeah, no problem. We, the season's still young, mind you. Yeah. All right. All right, so let's just go ahead and continue on with the, uh, with the lineup here. The third match of the night, Daniel Bryan defeating The Miz to become the new WWE United States Champion. Your thoughts? Excellent match. Probably easily, probably maybe the, the maybe the best or the second best match of the night. I I liked it. The crowd the crowd started out slow, but then they got re- they got really hot towards the middle, uh, going into the ending of the match. I liked it. I expected a title. I expected the title change here after the first two matches, and we got one. And and as I mentioned, and as and as I mentioned in my um. Prediction column. Um, there was no need for the Miz to hold on to this belt any longer because he hasn't really done anything with the United States Championship. Right. I mean, so where do you where do you think this feud goes from here? I mean, this feud obviously originated back on season one of NXT, but we've just had just a few weeks of really good solid buildup. So, do you think that we'll we'll continue to see this feud over the next two weeks? Or will Daniel Bryan just get uh, an entirely new opponent? Well, I see. Well, this 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 is a this is probably the best undercard feud that the WWE has right now. So this feud is definitely going to go on. I mean, I can probably see them stretching this feud probably as long as make the Survivor Series. So you know, you know, interesting turn of events or whatnot. So you think that 
the bid is going to be preoccupied with the U.S. title and not even worry about money in the bank? Uh, yeah, because, uh, yeah, because when it comes to the money in the bank briefcase, I see the Miz holding. I see him either cashing in at WrestleMania or the Royal Rumble or any kind of big name pay per view. I'll say as early as the Survivor Series, but I don't see him doing it on TV or or any kind of B level pay per view. So, I mean, this he, he he can keep this program going on with uh. Daniel Bryan, and they probably may be exchanging the titles a couple of times, exchanging the U.S. title a couple of times. All right, but I got a question for you right now. Have you been following Kyle Cruz on Twitter? Because all I heard throughout the course of the is stupid pay-per-view was, ooh, someone got a new Twitter message. Somebody just changed their status. And it was just about the most boring and bullshit tweet I've ever heard of. <laughs> Justin, I hope you know that I, I really hope you, you realize that you don't have the luxury of being 3,000 miles away I'm, I'm about 3 feet away from you don't make me take off this headset and get to whipping your ass so chill with, with all these comments, okay? Well, listen, listen, listen after I got the somebody just changed their status I got another ring for Cody Rhodes with tag titles trying up that gold well, bronze well, you can I smell a feud with a heart dynasty. Who gives two shits? You save that crap for the show. <laughs> Alright, then here's another one. Who thinks the Miz will cash in after this match? Or, or my favorite one, Legendary already out on DVD? And I dig that new Orton shirt. A lot. Alright. Marvin, have you ever seen the Bad Boys? Yeah, one and two. All right, so you remember there was a particular word that Martin Lewis's character used whenever he was frustrated. It was like woosah or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I'm going to have to throw in some, uh, I'm going to have to throw in a couple of woosahs here because I'm about this close, this close. And you can see how close my fingers are to start to just to me kicking your ass. But we're getting way off topic, and that's nothing new. But any more thoughts about the uh, the Miz Daniel Bryan, Bryan match of the feud in the next few weeks and months? Oh um, no! Like I said, this this is this is the one of the best. This is probably the best on the card feud, and I can see it keep going, and, you know, their match in a couple of weeks of Hell in a Cell should be good. Definitely should be a pretty good match as well, and I'm looking forward to that feud continuing as well. Uh, the title unification bout between WWE Women's Champion, uh, co-Women's Champion, Michelle McCool, and the WWE Women or Divas Champion, Melina, ended uh, with Michelle Cool winning that match. Your thoughts? Did you even care? Because Justin and I didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. All I can say is, eh. I mean, I don't think anybody cared uh, about this match. A lot, of, a lot of my friends were texting me during the match and saying they were buying T-shirts or grabbing food. They really didn't care about this match because everybody pretty much knew the outcome of this match. I mean, Michelle McCool is the female John Cena. It's just she can't be such. She doesn't do jobs. It was, I I expected some kind of a loophole in this matchup. This match did nothing for me, uh, and I want some okay, explanation. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, my question is, 
I know you saw, at least you sat through the match at least. What did you think of that Undertaker Michelle Cool like kick that she did on Molina? Sloppy, botchy, I mean, we can keep adding on to this. It was terrible. So so you expect to see that on Botchamania anytime soon? Hell, I don't even want to see it on YouTube. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude, uh, that was just the epitome of the sloppy women's wrestling. And that's a shame because two of the better female wrestlers were in there in Melina and Michelle McCool, but... Right now, Michelle McCool is the uh, uh, the women's champion, diva champion. I'm not sure which child is going to get the lineage. I'm going to assume it's the women's title. But yeah, the nine, nine times out of ten, since uh, the women's title was is the more established title, that'll probably probably be the title of. And I can see, I can see her easily probably moving moving into a feud with uh, Natalia since they were uh, squirming off during the match. I want to know who's going to go back for sloppy seconds now if that was the most sloppiest Divas match of the night. <laughs> any any of the Diva any of the Divas involved in NXT season 3. Quite frankly that that that's 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 where all of the sloppy seconds and the uh and all, all that live on NXT. Oh man. I even though <laughs> even though I do have to interject one thing. Is that Caitlin that is managed by Vicky Guerrero? I like her a lot. I, I'm still a fan of the six foot nine giant that they got rid of. Apparently, she got released. I heard. I heard from Dave Meltzer. The ever reliable Dave Meltzer. Uh, that she wasn't like. Uh, uh, WWE ready for television, so they sent her back down to uh, Florida. But that's just the rumor that Dave said. I don't know if it's true. I don't because they may be doing the same thing that they did with uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Daniel, whatever the hell his name was back then. Mark, have you heard anything on that? I know we're getting off topic again, but. Have you heard anything uh, about Eloisa and her release and her supposedly not being ready? I know that Justin quoted uh, Dave Meltzer, but um, has Jason updated anything as far as that story is concerned? Basically, it was something dealing with uh, some explicit photos that she was involved in. And, you know, since WWE is in the PG era, you know, they – they use that as a scapegoat to get her out, which, which I don't know. I'm kind of shaking my head at the situation, and it's really not as important because this is diva's news, and 99% of males really at this point really don't care about any kind of news dealing with the divas unless unless there's some that are new and they're actually hot. So that's what I'm hearing on this end right here is, is because some explicit uh, photos and some bad information that they want to they didn't want to use her. Alright. That that that's fine. We'll we'll uh we'll get back to that talk on, on our regular show on Tuesdays. But we'll go ahead and move on to the uh, fifth match of the night. Kane, the World Heavyweight Champion, defending successfully his World Heavyweight Championship against the Undertaker in a no holds barred match. Your thoughts on that matchup? Yawn. 
Justin with his thoughts. Yawn, yawn, square. It was it was a pretty bo- it was a pretty boring matchup. I'm not gonna cookie cutter or sugar coat or anything like it. It was pretty boring. I'm <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much what summed up that whole match. Right, higher expectations and with the big old proverbial fart in church, that match was a. It was a nine. It was a. It was pretty much a nine-minute game squash match. Taker got his usual offense in, and then Kane hits a tombstone, and the match ended in a little over twelve minutes. So, really, nothing. You know, nothing to really then, talk about. Did you see whenever Kane got the offensive in too? The whole crowd was just mute. I swear, all I heard was. I just heard nothing. That's all I heard from that whole Chicago crowd. They were dead. Yeah, I mean, they were so hot, you know, early early in the show. And this, and with this match being such a disappointment, I mean, I figured the feud, if this feud is going to continue anyway, they're going to have a Hell in a Cell match. Kane's going to retain. Bragging rights. Kane and pro, Kane in particular probably looks strong in that match, but then Kane and retain. I see this feud ending and getting squashed at um, Survivor Series. Because that'll be the 20th anniversary of the Undertaker being in the WWE, so I think it just makes logical sense from that standpoint that he'll win the title there. I actually saw that in uh, in your United Champions preview column, but you know, let's say if he does win the title then, or or if the feud concludes then, I'm assuming Taker would go over. Uh, does Taker roll into WrestleMania with the belt? That is if he stays healthy enough to make it that far. We're talking to an old man here right now who needs to take, like, summers off and whatnot. I mean, do you think his body can actually hold up through the course of the winter? Yeah, that's a good, he's just that's gonna, a good his point. His body's that's just going to get banged up even worse throughout the winter months, and that's why he's got to take off all during the summer. So we're going to see him limping, and we went to house shows seeing that poor man limp as soon as he got back from vacation. That's a very good point. Marv, did you have anything to add to that? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Woohoo! I actually got a point right. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Happy <laughs> birthday to me. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mar- Marvin, if you could, just hold, hold on one second because I have to do this, do this officially. I have to play this for my co-host. I actually got my birthday wish. I actually got a point made with the legendary Marv for ProWrestling.net. I mean, this could be perhaps the greatest night in the history of my sport right here. Nice way to put this over. Uh, But uh, in in all seriousness, fantastic birthday I hope you had. I mean, we were obviously together for all of it, but hope you had a good time, and, and hopefully it was capped off uh, right with the champions, even though that it, it could be uh, said that it was a little bit underwhelming. But hey, hey, you know what made it better? What? That I took your money to watch Night of Champions. I took your hard-earned money 
to watch it in the benefit of my own house. I was hoping that you wouldn't bring that up, <laughs> but that's fine. See, you don't I want me. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Right. You don't want me divulging secrets about you, do do you? Oh, I thought the whole day was supposed to be about me. Oh, so you want me to, you know, to uh, tell some secrets or, you know, about what happened to you before we went on the air? I think we should say that for the Tuesday show. I won't be on the Tuesday show. Exactly why we need to mention it for the Tuesday show. Fantastic. All right. Once again, we'll just move on to that. When the hell did Nick Cannon actually get a freaking mustache? Sorry. We're getting sidetracked again here. No, Justin, you are getting sidetracked. Let's move on ahead to match number six, the tag team, tur- tag team turmoil match, if I can say that right, turmoil match for the WWE Tag Team Championship. It was the Hart Dynasty, David Hart Smith and Tyson Kidd taking on Jimmy and Jey Uso, Santino Marilla and Vladimir Kozlov, Evan Bourne and Mark Henry, and Dash and Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre. Rhodes and McIntyre beat uh, Bourne and Mark Henry in the final a portion of the matchup, Marv, your thoughts on uh, us getting new tag team champions in actually, in McIntyre, yes. Actually, this match is more like an utter, complete surprise. So the surprise special guest birthday edition title match on Night of Champions. And let me get your uh, opinion on that, too, because I can't stand it when they have matches that they don't announce in advance, especially especially for the title matches. You want to treat your title your, your titles like they're important. You know, treat the title matches like they're even more important, like there's something worth watching. But then when you added just like a last second add to the paper, it's like, hey, you get a bonus match. And guess what? It's for a title. That doesn't make any sense to me, and it, it just devalues the belts. It's, it's kind of like back when WrestleMania did that stupid uh, tag team championship match, and it was for like the it's for the dark match. It was like the pre the pre show, and they had a world title match. Remember, it was like the Colones versus or the Colons versus whoever the hell it was. And yeah, right the first time. <laughs> oh, what? And it was in, against like was it Ms. Morrison? That match, while it was a quote unquote dark match, it was it was a title match nonetheless. Though they but, built it as it a was title for the DVD. Yeah, but. It was billed as a title match, though, See, but, during the pay-per-view. But here's the thing, though. It was billed – it was hyped up before the event. Nobody uh, nobody ever said, hey, we didn't advertise this before at all. But guess what? Tag team title match for you. Well, you know? my, my thing is that you and I both wanted to see that damn match. And guess what? We had to buy the damn DVD in order to watch that damn match. It was a pretty good match, though. It was a damn good match, and that's what pissed me off. I'm saying, if you're going to promote it, promote it right. Don't surprise us or say, hey, guess what? We had this match on there, but we decided to take it off and save it for the DVD. All right. So, sorry, we are getting sidetracked here. Marv, your, your thoughts on the tag team terminal and new tag team champions tonight at Night of Champions? What a, cluster, what a clusterfuck of a match. <laughs> all I can, all I can just, I just face, just gave myself a face palm, and just wondered what the hell were they thinking? I'm like, if this is supposed to be the Night of Champions, and all your titles are supposed to be defended, why the hell going into the pay per view we don't know who the hearts are facing? Why, why do the tag title belts? The look hearts like are Michigan? fighting cholesterol, man. 
That's all you need to know. The hearts are fighting cholesterol. <laughs> yeah, cue, cue the crickets up there, because that thing is bombed horribly. <laughs> no, but it's like, why Why do we get the... Why do the tax titles look like the damn Michigan State Spartan bronze belts? Thank why you. Do the, Thank why, you. Why do... Thank why you. do <laughs> Why Thank do the heart, why do the hearts get jobbed out in two minutes? Two minutes. What a way to make your champions look so freaking weak. As a matter of fact, it looked like idiots for the second time in a week. You have Chris Jericho beating them in a cage match on Raw. Now you have them job out in two minutes to the Usos. Are you fucking kidding me? That, that, you can tell that. Vince hates tag teams, man. And, Vince hates tag teams. And the proof of that is the fact that when our champions ended, the new tag team champions, two singles guys just matched up. Exactly. And then it's, it's like I, I, it's, it's like so much crap here. I'm like, you, oh, you go through the match itself. Oh, the, uh, the Hearts came out. The Usos beat them in two minutes. Then we have Santino and Kozlov come out there. The Usos get rid of him in less than a minute. Then we have the Kool Aid Man, Mark Henry, and then his little, oh, and then yeah. John Cena's, and then John Cena's little five four buddy Evan Bourne come out there, make the match a little somewhat interesting or whatnot. So it's and about then, twice your size, Justin. I'm five six, thank you. <laughs> I'm the size of Rey Mysterio, Booyaka. <laughs> I won't be, be proud. I won't be proud to say that you're Mary Mysterio's height. <laughs> be perfectly honest with you. Hey, I'm a short Italian man, but I can still whoop some ass like Joe Pesci can. <laughs> Just remember that. Oh man! All right, so that's the uh, tag team championship match. Okay, so just real, real quick, uh, where do Rhodes and McIntyre go from here as far as tag team? Uh, the you know tag team championship defenses go. And also, what do you think that their new name is going to be called together? Uh, your question. Uh, their name, I don't have an idea. As far as where they go from here, it's I don't know. It's just there's no really credible tag teams in the WWE that they can face. Um, they actually have no faith in the hearts, which I just find to be really pathetic because they're so underrated, but they just, as, as having a five-month title reign, they're pretty much, has just been buried. I mean, they can face the dude busters, but then, because they were trying to f- make them a face team on SmackDown, but no one cares about them. You have Archer and Hawkins, who works well as a team, but no one cares about them either, and then you don't you want to get them. Yeah, but see, I mean, when okay, you, yeah, yeah, when you had when, you had, when Sheffield was there, I would have I would have been all for it because I mean I like to see like a Justin Gabriel and a Skip Sheffield tag team, but well, what's left That'd with Nexus? Cool. I see, mean, what, here's what, my thing is here's my thing. Okay, the last time that we had something like that, they were called the Spirit Squad. Okay. We have rotating champions, and then they all got their asses shipped back to OVW. 
if that same thing happens again, we're going to see the same exact thing. They're going to become a powerful thing, and then they're just going to, like I said before, become a proverbial fart in church where no one's going to take blame for anything. When you have rotating champions like the Freebirds, you're just going to go down the shitter. Except for Lake Cool. You have a point. That's two points I've made. Hell yeah. It's, it's just your lucky day, isn't it? Um, Marvin, moving on to our final match of the night. I uh, hate to rush along here, but we have a couple of callers to get to as well. But uh, the six-pack elimination challenge for the WWE title, Randy Orton defeating the champion Sheamus, Wade Barrett, Edge, John Cena, and Chris Jericho. Your thoughts on this match? I'm shocked at the title change. I figured they were going to keep the belt on Sheamus and try to make him look strong. Jobbing out Jericho in a minute and a half was a real head scratch. I'm like, damn, they, they're treating the Canadians like shit today. The Hearts get jobbed out in two minutes. Jericho gets jobbed out in a minute and a half. So that was quite shocking. And then, of course, Cena getting rid of Ed after fire eliminations and then Warden winning the belt at the end. It's just, I'm kind of shocked at the title change, but, I mean, he's, he's the hottest baby face on Raw, so it makes sense. I mean, him and Sheamus are most likely to face each other in Hell in a Cell for the title in a couple of weeks. So I see that feud continuing, but with everybody else, they're lost in the main event shuffle, so what to do with them? That will that will be the question. Absolutely. I mean, it, right now, if anybody's guess, it's really a toss-up. So who knows what's what's going to happen. We'll, we'll find out uh, something about this tomorrow night because Raw comes uh, to us tomorrow night just two episodes before the next pay-per-view, so... Whatever they're good, whatever they have in mind, they'll have to do it quick. But Marv, uh, thanks a lot for your time. Anything else you want to say? I mean, as it relates to the, to the pay-per-view or ProSing.net or anything like that? Oh, no, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take I'm gonna take off. I'm probably gonna hop back on Facebook and. He's gonna go lick his wounds about his bears and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna talk some crap to the Cowboys fans like I've been doing all day. But that's fine, guys. Thanks for having me on, though. Thanks for calling in, buddy. All right. All right, nope. Marvin Hermanstein from Perfect. It's, it's always good. It's always good to get the true insider opinion on these kinds of events here. Exactly. You know, he covers uh, SmackDown for ProSing.net and Superstars as well from time to time. But, yeah, man, uh, he's a good dude, always opinionated and uh, apparently like-minded with Justin Time on many of the elements here on the uh, on tonight's pay-per-view. So... You know, uh, just check out his work at ProWrestling.net. And uh, also, I'm going to throw out a plug for his members, for for Jason Powell's uh, member site because he has an awesome website. Go to ProWrestling.net and you'll see, just scroll down a little bit on the page and you'll see the the member sign-up link. And you can sign up for first first run news for WWE and TNA, all that good stuff. And uh, a, a great stable of writers and contributors as well. So pro, ProWrestling.net, Marvin Herbert Sign has his work there, so check it out whenever you can. But we have a couple more calls to get to. So first, we're going to go to one, a guy that I have yet to meet. You know, I've been out here in Rochester for a couple days now. He said that we were going to hook up 
I have yet to do that. But hopefully in the next, well, probably tomorrow because two days out of the question, but hopefully I will talk to this man in person sooner than later, ladies and gentlemen, from NWA New York, Mr. Evan McLeod. Evan, how's it going, buddy? Good. What's going on, guys? How are you liking our What's going on, buddy? How are you liking Rochester? I'm liking it, man. You know, I I I, I think I've gained about ten pounds just just based off of everything I've eaten. I mean, I've had I've gone to Jimmy V's. I've gone to that awesome sub shop. What's that shop again, dude? It, it, the Bella Subs. The Bellas. Oh. Yeah, and then with the fruit, yeah. and got some ice cream, dude. It's and and I went to uh to dinosaur. Uh, Dinosaur has some ribs, so dude, I'm I'm gaining like all sorts of pounds right now. You gotta well, go to Nick Tahoe's. Still, you go to Nick Tahoe's yet? Yeah, he hasn't been to Tahoe's. I wanted to take him first to Jimmy Z's because Jimmy came in and gave him a hug, and he sat down and talked to us for like 20 minutes about wrestling. Oh, you gotta take. You also gotta take him to GS too. I think uh, GS. Oh my God! It. If you want to, they give you okay a cone, okay, and they swear to God. For like seven to ten bucks, they will throw like five scoops of ice cream on top of each other. No, no, it's, it's more than it's more than five scoops. A small is like three scoops, but it's not like normal scoops. It's like about the size of three three scoops in one. Yeah, uh, that's the wrong comparison because you don't get snow in LA, dude. It's okay. It's maybe about, <laughs> maybe about that big, about the size of a snow globe, a massive snow globe. That's a nice size scoop. But unfortunately, I had to deal with some, some stuff tonight, so I didn't get to see the pay-per-view. I did get to see the main event. Uh, I was very depressed with the main event, the ending. I was glad Orton won. That's cool, but uh was if, depressed. If I, that, remember, uh, if I remember correctly, I think I heard somebody call and claim, yeah, I'm going to see the Washington Miz come in and cash in. There, that's I what think I, I remember that. But, but, but I think that's what everyone thought, too. Everyone, everyone that was at the bar was talking, waiting for The Miz to come in. And did you notice how long they just drew it out, Randy Orton? Oh, my God. Drew it out. Kyle was sitting right here, and we're thinking, okay, it's going to come out now. Oh, there's a replay. Yeah. They never do anything after the replay. Oh, there, there he is. Again. There's oh, another replay. Oh, wait, wait. Little Nature's little nature still in the corner. Oh, wait. Little Nature's still, still in the ring. Oh, wait. Oh, he's outside of the ring in the corner. And just, he's just waiting. He's waiting. Yeah, and I think it was like 10 minutes of just him posing. They had so much time to kill, too, man. If they, if they, they should have not have gone home about 20 minutes early. Nope. And I'll tell you, they they should have signed off with, uh, with 14 minutes left to go at 10:46. So exactly one hour ago is when they signed off there. And considering that this is the first pay per view that I've spent my money on to, to order in about half a year, I kind of feel disappointed. Well, I'll tell you right now, I, I was I was less happy to finally see them, you know, yeah, they're building up younger guys, but it, it was nice to see them really show that they're building up younger guys with uh, putting Wade Barrett over Cena. And did you hear that crowd pop? If anyone can't believe he's over and that the NX, NXT, you know, the Nexus isn't over with the crowd, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're wrong. I mean, I'll tell you right, right now that when as soon as Wade Barrett pinned Cena, that whole place went nuts. There was boos and cheers because everyone was happy. Like, it finally took some... Everyone expected Wade Barrett to be the first guy out. 
Well, here's the thing, though. I sat there, and I, I was rocking out for a Wade Barrett, man, because I told Kyle, I said, my two picks for the main event was going to be Wade Barrett or Randy Orton. Well, mm-hmm. he went over, and he picked uh, Seamus to retain or Orton. I was happy to see that Barrett made it to the final three. Yeah, oh, yeah. he didn't get the final two, so who's the man? That's right, me. Hey, but what was the final score, though, between us both for our, our picks? I lost count. So we want to call it a tie? No, we can call it me winning. <laughs> I heard Danielson's match was awesome. I heard Baker Kane was. I heard Baker and Kane was really good for, for surprise surprise my brother. He said that it was really good. He said Kane retaining, but it was just an awesome match. He said. Well, and, uh, it, it, it was a shocker, but at least what we saw was was about Kane dominating the whole entire Ross or Taker for about was it ten minutes with Taker getting maybe five minutes of offense in there. So it looked like Kane when he first came out to the WWE and just started annihilating everybody. But other than that, it was just, in my opinion and Kyle's opinion, if I could speak for him, it was pretty much a snooze fest. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't get to see it. I heard, I heard the Hearts drop the belts to another two, you know, singles wrestler tag team. You know, because they don't have, they don't, don't establish any of their tag teams, which they have three legit tag teams, well, four legit tag teams. If you consider Archer and uh, um, which we'll call it a tag, you know, a legit team, but they don't accept. I mean, the only team that was established was the Hart Dynasty, and they just kind of they killed that on Raw, and then kind of knew when they announced that the tag titles were on the line. I, I knew they were going to lose them because they lost on Raw in a handicap match. How many guys lose in a handicap match? You know, you know, especially in a cage, very rarely. Uh, who won? Uh, who? Uh, Kofi Kingston uh, wrestled uh, Maynard Hall's title, right? Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, how was that? That match was a decent, decent match. I would give that match out of ten. I give that about like six and a half. It, it had the action. It had the drama. It, Ziggler retained. Ziggler did retain, but then when you have was it? Uh, you have Vicky Guerrero out there, and then you have Cass uh, or. Caitlin out there, uh, Vicky's uh, NXT rookie out there. It was kind of like, you know, you just need one person out there, not like an army of people to interfere in that match. Yeah. It's the only thing that brought that match down, in my opinion, for me. Granted that Kyle over there was gooking and goggling all over Caitlin the whole entire time she was out there and discussing his love for Vicky Guerrero. But other than that... But, uh, Kyle, yes, we're supposed to definitely hook up tomorrow, my friend. Oh, I'm watching all right. NWA. Uh, NW- oh, go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm planning on, uh, or I'm looking forward to meeting you. I, I, uh, I'm hoping that we can set something up to where we can hook up uh, sometime during the day or during our, or after our, I'm not sure, but just sometime tomorrow, I need to meet you just one-on-one. Uh, in person because you seem like a cool guy. Plus, I need that NWA New York stuff, man. Because it, because all of your uh, all of like your DVDs and, and your, uh, your, yep. your your matches and everything sounds cool. So I mean, I'm gonna yep. I'm gonna have to scoop that up. Oh, trust me, man. You will you will enjoy every minute of it. I will have uh, some DVDs for you to check out, and 
trust me, <laughs> you're going to be like, wow. I mean, out where you live, you got a lot of great promotions out there, you know, a lot of good indie wrestling out there, and a lot of big names but, come out that way. And believe it or not, none of them could be NWA New York. <laughs> hey, 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 wait, wait. As far as, as I'm concerned, you're part of the family because, you know, I'm I'm affiliated with the entire NWA, the whole thing, like all of the affiliates. So, hey, yeah. to to me, it's just friendly competition. So I'm looking forward to, to see what, what NWA New York has to offer uh, once I see you tomorrow, man. So I'm definitely looking forward to it, brother. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to I, I I almost forgot, like, uh, Justin texted me and said that, said that you're here. I'm like, I didn't get here till Tuesday next week. Thinking like, I'm like, I thought we were going to do a live show for the Jimmy Z's, you know, and everything on Tuesday. So Well, we we thought about that, but then we found out Jimmy Z doesn't have Wi-Fi over there. And we don't ah. have the ability. Yeah, exactly. So we got boned that way. So we said, well, looks like we got to do all these from the homestead now. Hey, you get double dosage this weekend, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You get it tonight and tomorrow. Yep. So it'll be a good time. So, but uh, if I don't catch up with, you know, I, I don't know. I I got my son tomorrow night, so I don't know if I'll be able to head out that way tomorrow night after Raw or not. But uh, definitely during the day, like I, I told Justin already, we'll definitely get together, check out some tapes, well, DVDs, and uh, definitely get to meet tomorrow at some point in the morning. I'm going to text Justin in the morning and uh, let him know uh, what I got going on. So Cool, man. Sounds good, dude. All right. All right. Well, I will see you guys tomorrow. I'm going to head off to bed. I'm exhausted. I worked at 6 a.m., so you guys yeah. probably <laughs> napped all day. <laughs> Go Packers, baby. <laughs> uh, I got my 49ers playing tomorrow, so. Oh, you know, sorry. Hey, hey, who do you like? Oakland? I actually know I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Oh, at least you got Michael Vick. Until so, so next week when Kevin Cobb comes back and starts and destroys Poor their Cobb. season. You know, shut up, Justin. Cornhole. <laughs> I'm a fan of Cornhole. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if they don't continue having Michael Vick start, they're just going to freaking piss away their season right now. And Michael Vick proved today that he still got the it factor. I'm all sorry. I'm going to say is that Vick should start, but that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to go, go off on a rant with just a few minutes left in the show. But, Evan, once again, man, always a pleasure to talk to you on the air, but I'm uh, looking forward to meeting you tomorrow, man. Looking forward to it. No problem. I'm definitely looking forward right. to it. I will uh, see you guys tomorrow, right? Sounds good, buddy. All right. Later, guys. See ya. Later. See ya. Legendary Evan McLeod. Legendary Evan McLeod is certainly correct, but right now we have just a few. We have to get to the main event. We have to get to the main event. The main event, we had the, I hate to refer to him as this, but our preliminary matches, all very, very good in their own right, but they lead up to the main event. The man, the myth, the legend. Certainly. And most importantly, This is probably the closest in proximity you have been to this man since you've flown out here. But that is until Tuesday when this man brings me a honey-baked ham. Ladies and gentlemen, calling us our super fan, Dakaris. Dakaris, how's it going, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good. All right, Dakaris. 
You ready to give Kyle that honey baked ham you promised? Oh God. Yeah, man. Oh, I went by honey bacon. Yeah, they're fresh out. Fresh out of honey baked ham. Bullshit. You got you. I'm looking at a Geico commercial right now with a pig on it. I want you to kill that pig and make that into a honey baked ham. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, uh, dude. All right, man. So, what you think of uh, Night of Champions tonight, dude? Did you have any oh, oh. oh, this. Oh, Night of Champions. Oh, I had so much fun with my friends, um, Chuck and. Yeah, he made it more fun for me. But we were, but what we didn't like was, with, you know, with the tag team turmoil. I'm like, oh wow, they, they, that last man, and and we both were pissed at the fact that they made the Hart Dynasty look like a bunch of punk asses, and then was being the first team to go, and then, like, wow, and then, and then we were even more shocked with during the six match challenge when Jerry was the first eliminating almost like two men. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> We were just surprised, and you know, and uh, I, I, I personally got a bigger question for you. Yeah. How was your anime convention? Oh, it went. It was amazing. I, I just wanted to know because me and Kyle were over here, we're chatting about you, and we both remember that you had that convention. We didn't know if you were all dressed up in your John Cena gear or whatnot when you went over there. <laughs> Well, well, oh, speaking of that, oh, I have a picture of one guy dressed up in Cena gear. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, he was in Cena gear, and boy, yeah, we were, <laughs> he suckered me and stuff, and yeah, we were saying, you can't see me, so we were being so stupid. You sure that kid wasn't you? Oh, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> That's your story, and you probably should stick to it. Oh, man. So, oh, oh I, I, I do know that since Kyle's right here, me and him were again talking about you, and Kyle has, a, like, another uh, voiceover challenge for you. Oh, what, what is it now? Oh, yeah, so since you totally schooled me on my Mr. McMahon impression last week, which, by the way, dude, I just have to once again just say how awesome it is. I need you to uh, do a Triple H impression for me. I need you to do the game. I need you to muster up everything you have in you to make sure that you sound like the cerebral assassin. Can you do that for me? Oh, oh, sure. Okay, yeah. Right now. Right now. I was gonna say, do you want right. do you want to wait a couple of days first before you so you can practice this? Oh, oh I, I can do triple H. Don't don't worry. Yeah, I I, I got it. All right, All right. Excuse um, me. Excuse me. Whoa. All right. <laughs> All right. I am the game, Triple H, and don't worry. I I saw Seamus lost his belt tonight, but once I get back. I'll give Seamus the ass-kicking of a lifetime and with my sledgehammer. And, and, and when the days come and maybe Ralph survives this, Seamus better look out because the king of kings goes back on his throne. Damn. 
All right, Takaris, you have to hold on for 20 more seconds because we're about to go into the after-party party for Night of Champions. But for Kyle Cruz, I am just in time. So we will see you tomorrow night right after Raw. Kyle, closing words. Yay, yay. See you tomorrow night. Yep, yep, yep. What'd it do? See you. All right, we are now in the after-after hour parties at midnight now. <laughs> Believe it or not, if we were in L.A. right now, it would be 9 o'clock p.m. And uh, I think that my body is finally adjusting to New York time. Finally. Oh, you're starting to get tired now? Yeah, n- no, but, you know, it's, it, 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 it feels like, like 12 o'clock. I mean, I'm sure that the interview has something to do with it. But, you know, it, it, I'm kind of winding down, just simmering down a little bit. So, the cars, let's get your thoughts and opinions about the uh, pay-per-view, and I think we're going to have to close at home so we can actually go out and get some sleep so we can start our busy final day in Rochester tomorrow. Mm, okay. So, yes, what are your thoughts and opinions about the whole entire pay-per-view? We're going to give you about 15 minutes to knock out everything you want to hear and say. Mm. Oh, my whole my my thoughts for the pay per view. Oh, first of all, with the Intercontinental Championship match, like I, I was I was not pleased with that at all. Of course, I mean, it's like they were at like we said an army, and I'm like just so he can keep his title and stuff. And I had a feeling he was gonna get a twist out of it, work his way out around the count out and disqualification and stuff. And I'm like, ugh. And then oh, and uh. In the women's title um, unification match, man, me and Chuck were so pissed off at that. I mean, I should have figured Michelle McCool was going to shock the world and be the first ever, I know, undisputed, like, women's champion stuff. I'm like, ugh. It was like, she had to be the first one and everything. She did with women's title and Divas title when they were seven before they were unified. And, and again, you know what, she, though? You know what, though? Yeah. She's not the first one to marry Taker, so she's the second at that. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, but oh, yeah, you, you, you got beat right there, so. And I, I, I asked uh, Marvin from ProWrestling.net about this, but what did you personally think of that Undertaker slash Michelle Cool kick that she gave uh, uh, poor Melina? Uh, um, I, I still just can't believe it. Take it with, go from Sarah to McStick. Wow. I'm like, <laughs> you call her McStick, I call her McRib, so it's all good. <laughs> I can call her McCall me anytime. No, nah, see, now my girl, Layla. Layla, that's where I'm at with it. I, I know, it makes me want to choose Layla over McCool in a heartbeat. You know, I don't like her anymore either, but in this case, yeah, Layla would be, yeah, my first thing. Layla or Layla. the Bellas? Layla. Layla. That's just me. That's just me. I don't know. I, I can go for a four-way right there. Four-way? Oh. Wait, all four of you guys? Uh, I guess. You've, you, you, you've had bigger dreams before, so. I, I do, yes. I, my, my, my good dream is to own you for a whole entire show. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. But I got two points made this day. And the sad part is it's officially now after my birthday. Oh. That means that I don't have to feel bad for me kicking your ass, so you need to shut your yap. Yes, sir. Ooh, I like that. Dakar, is there anything else for us tonight? Oh, oh, 
oh, that, that squash match between CM Punk and, oh, Big Shaw. I still don't understand why. I'm guessing we knew why, because since CM Punk was at home, which sucks he had the lows tonight. Yeah, me, me, me and my friend Chuck were calling CM Punk Jafar. It's like all he needed was a hat and, and snake stab, and he could pull it off. <laughs> yeah, I just wish his hair would grow back quick. <laughs> it's the same thing I said to Kyle, too, today. When Punk came out, I said, I miss him with that long hair because he looked more intimidating that way. Yeah, because he's just like, he was like a fit, like you said, he's Jafar. <laughs> too bad he didn't get the magic lamp, though, because he could have used it against that kind of giant. <laughs> yeah, the snake staff. <laughs> there you go. All right, well, uh, let's talk about uh, the Intercontinental title match we had. Dolph Ziggler against uh, Kofi Kingston. Your thoughts about what happened there? No, my my thoughts. Like I said, I, I just I just did not like how the match went. I'm like, it was actually decent, you know. And like your your boy took a hurting though. Yes. Uh, what 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 was going through your boy's mind? I I don't know. I'm just, I'm just mad because he got screwed again. I'm just that's what I'm mad about. Yeah. I mean, what what what's next for Kofi Kingston? I mean, you know, he's uh he dropped uh, tonight's match. I mean, Hell in a Cell that pay per view is only what two weeks away. So, do you think that that he's going to continue or what? I I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'll see what happens because. I think it's gonna run its. I think it's ran its course really because the people starting to get tired of Dolph and Kofi. But like you said, who Dolph gonna face? I mean, I think this this that may be the only way to settle this feud is within a Hell in a Cell between Dolph Ziggler and Kofi. It's not gonna be a Hell in a Cell for every single match, dude. It's just for top three matches, really. Well, you don't consider that kind of match a top Hell in a Cell match. Or no. would you rather see him in a kennel from hell match? I want you in a kennel for in a kennel from hell match, Justin, because you're you're just an asshole. I know I'm an asshole, but I am the asshole that also puts you up for room and board too. All right, so you are on asshole probation for the next two days. The hot diggity damn. Dakar, anything else for us? Oh, oh, oh! The world title match between Undertaker and Kane. Oh, oh, me, yeah. Um, I kind of enjoyed that, and we we were surprised that once Taker finally started beating the crowd, and Kane first, and it'd be you know, throughout the arena stuff. But we were more shocked towards the end. I was surprised the crowd went down after he had Kane hit him with the tombstone. That was it. I was like, I thought Undertaker was gonna kick out of that, but I'm like, damn, are you serious? They're gonna end it like this? It's always good to have the Undertaker show a little bit of weakness, though. So. I mean, when he, when he does that, he comes back stronger and more powerful than ever after every single time. I mean, it, and if he's doing a damn good job of selling that vegetative state too. Yeah, he's you know, it, yeah. He's, he's, when yeah, Undertaker he's, was walking back to the locker room, Taker took like a good two, three minutes just just trying to walk back to the sound like it, like a pro Undertaker. Um, doing a fantastic job with this whole vegetative state story, vegetative vegetative state storyline. One hell of a tongue twister. 
Um, I don't know. seashells by the seashore. Something like that. Dude, Rochester has no seashores out here, though. Yes, we do. Get the hell out of here, really? Lake Ontario. Oh, yeah. You're part of the Great Lakes now there, buddy boy. Okay, what are the five Great Lakes? It's Ontario, Michigan. Michigan. Erie. Erie, right. Uh, uh, oh. Oh, 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 I know them all. Okay. I don't know them all. Gotcha. Well, at least we got three of them. Erie. Erie, Ontario, Michigan. Superior. Superior. Huron. There you go. Lake Ontario is actually what fuels the power around here. Really? Yeah. These little-known fun facts. Dude, I, I want to see Colin Delaney's house tomorrow. Make it happen. Yeah. We, uh, we'll get a hold of Kyle, or, or excuse me, we'll get a hold of Evan tomorrow and see if we can actually get him on speed dial. We'll see if we can share a garbage plate all together. Oh, that'll be tremendous. Get to actually meet a WWE legend. Oh, in my I don't eye. know about that legend stuff. I mean, hell, if there's anybody in, from our in my eyes. If there's anybody from WWE that, that comes from our church that it's a legend, China. China. Oh, no. Actually, believe it or not, uh, Gorilla Monsoon came from Rochester. Yeah, but he's dead. There's a little gorilla. He has his own position. Yeah, that's true. Dude, you think that, like, when when Gorilla Monsoon, like, did it with his, with his wife, that, like, every single position, he called it the gorilla position? Yeah, no. It's a possibility. So now that we've completely lost the cars, anything else for us tonight, man? Oh, oh, yeah, and, and finally the six-pack challenge. Oh, um, yeah, my whole opinion on that. Oh, yeah, like I said, I was like in the beginning, I was shocked with Jericho being the first one gone, and then oh, we, and then Edge being gone, and and then yeah, and I was in, and 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 I and I met some kids. I heard some kids tonight, and like, there were a few of them who, who were getting seen. I was surprised because I was like, this is the first for me. I'm like a bunch of anti-little kids, Cena fans. I'm like, wow. And and that's why I see they're a lot smarter than I thought. And then and there was one kid who was cheering for, like, for Lexus and Wade Barrett. I'm like, oh, God. That was me. And then, <laughs> it was all me. Yeah, and I was like – and I, and I was surprised my boy Cena was the third one. I was still shocked about it. I'm like, wow. And the kid, you know, so much from my top three being, yeah. Even though I was right about Seamus and Orton being in the top three, I didn't expect Wade Barrett to fall, be in the top three. So I'm like, wow, this is shocking. And then and I was even shocked that not, like earlier, I don't know, the title changing hands. I was like, and then they kept dragging out Orton, doing all his posing and crap, yeah. Everyone else who thought their yeah, was going to cash it in stuff. So. I mean, we here at the Atomic Drop headquarters, based out of Rochester, New York, we all thought about that too. But sadly, there was no awesomeness like we all thought. But you know what? I think we're trying to. The Miz was saving some of that awesomeness. I mean. He's saving it for a huge, huge, huge moment just for when he becomes. 
awesome. And when he does, he, he will proclaim to the entire world once he holds that championship belt in his hand, he will say without a shadow of a doubt that I'm the Miz and I'm awesome. Thanks, Miz. Yep, yep, yep. What to do? All right, Takaris. I think it's time for us to wrap up this edition of the show. Aww. I know. <laughs> I, I know. It's midnight, man. We've been up since the ass crack of dawn because we've been out just partying Jersey, stores, Jersey Shore style with all the groomsmen that are coming out fist bumping right now. Yeah, and I think it's... Jersey. That's right. We had the situation out with us, too. I mean... Snooky was out there too, but we had a, like I said, we had a situation when the situation came up, and it was everything all became all cool and chill. Hey, just remember one thing, Dakaris and Justin, you too, that when you walk down the streets, either in Rochester or in the ATL, just remember, no grenades, only diamonds. No grenades. That's right. On the FTL or whatever there. D or D DTF. DTF. Takaris has like no idea what we're talking about right now, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, but in all seriousness, we gotta get out of here, dude. Alright. Alright, All right, bro. Hope hopefully try to call in tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, so tomorrow too. We're going to have a show tomorrow, too, because poor Kyle's going to be up in the air when he's uh, trying to fly back to California. And I don't think we're going to be able to hand out a show on Tuesday. So you're getting two editions of the show this week. Okay. Sound good? Uh, yeah, it's good. All right. Well, for Kyle Cruz, I am just in time, live from Rochester, New York, and we will see you all in 24 hours. See ya. Peace. Giddy up. <laughs>